Mike Gibson and David Hildick-Smith coming to you live from TCT 2016. We're talking about the new Amulet device. It's sitting right here on it the is. table with us uh, today. Tell us a little bit about, uh, first of all, set the stage a little bit with the unmet need. Why do we even need these left atrial appendage uh, occlusion devices? Okay, so, so the biggest unmet need is the patients who would warrant having anticoagulation but actually can't. And, of course, there are an awful lot of them. So the number of patients who have relative contraindications, and indeed when you look a little bit deeper into that, you find an awful lot of patients who don't really have contraindications, but for one reason or another stop the treatment. So the right. you know, compliance over time is not very good. And actually, so, so the opportunity here is to have a, a, a one-stop intervention, which then, irrespective of whether patients do or not, Remember to take a tablet every day. Compliance it's with this device. <laughs> exactly. Can we zoom in on the uh, little uh, device here, the amulet device? Uh, point and teach us a little bit about the design of the device here. Dan. Okay, sure. So, so we have the 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 tire of the device here, the the lobe, which has little retaining hooks that I think you can see just around the around the margins yeah, here. And you can those, see that little hook sticking out. Yes, yeah. that one at the top. I can't quite get my finger in the right place, but the. So these hold the device in place in the left atrial appendage, and then on the um, on on this margin side, yeah. here is the lid of the device, which is designed, of course, to sit right at the ostium of the left atrial appendage, and effectively seal the whole thing off from the rest of the circulation. So I think I think that is a particularly nice feature of this device. Mm -hmm. And for the lay public out there, the bl uh, blood clot would be sitting back here behind this but, device. But and, yeah, uh, back, 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 back here exactly sitting behind yes. the device, yes. and this would prevent it from going out into the bloodstream and exactly. causing a stroke. So, exactly. So tell us a little bit about this uh, observational study. How many patients were involved? So uh, there's 1,073 patients have gone into the study. Um, this was done in Europe and uh, Southeast Asia and parts of America, not the USA. And uh, it was conducted in pretty quick time, uh, about a year to recruit all the patients. The, the vast majority of the patients coming into the study were anticoagulation contraindicated, be it relative or absolute. So 85% of them were in that, in that territory. The implantation success rate for the device was 98.8%. So yeah, really a very high technical success rate to get the device in. Um, the acute complications from the procedure came out at 2.7%. So Obviously, it's something we'd, we'd like to see a bit lower, but in the context of what came before, it, it's not a bad rate. Um, and then looking further at the one to three month follow-up, which a proportion of the patients have now undergone, the closure rate with the device uh, echocardiographically is 99%. So uh, the data are pretty strong. And what's going on then in terms of regulatory pathway for this device? So at the moment in the USA, there's an IDE trial just about to starting. In fact, it may have just started and that will recruit over, a, I guess, about a year's time. Uh, every, every regulatory authority in the world at the moment seems to be 
approving the device for the very group that hasn't yet really been studied, which is the warfarin intolerant, because of course the, the long-term results from Protect AF, etc., are for the opposite group. But mm -hmm. so, so I think it's, it's a complex area, and certainly the um, FDA and CMS have been looking at this very carefully because of course there's such a large number of patients that could theoretically be suitable sure. for this intervention so i think there's a lot of uh, cautiousness about what standard how are they holding the device to what's the comparator for evaluation of this device in a clinical yes. trial so so there so if if it's anticoagulation contraindicated then there is no alternative in the study it's going to be of course against watchman mm -hmm. with uh, non inferiority non inferiority being the margin and how big yes. is the non inferiority margin uh, i'm afraid i don't know actually mm -hmm. i don't know the yeah. figures okay all right yeah. well congratulations thanks for bringing along the device so we could all see what it's it looks like it's my pleasure and uh, thanks to all of you for joining us here live from TCT 2016